Meantime, a warning sign for the economy. Federal student loan debt hitting a record. Just student loan debt in this country is now bigger than credit card debt. Student loan debt. It affects pretty much everyone I know. And if you're one of the 10 people it doesn't affect, <laughs> congratulations on being a Kennedy. From APM Reports, this is Educate, a podcast in collaboration with The Heckinger Report. I'm Stephen Smith. Last fall, we teamed up with the APM Research Lab to find out what Americans think about the value of college. I found it most surprising that so many young adults still believe that the cost of a four-year degree is worth it. Delise Smith-Barrow is senior editor for higher education at The Heckinger Report. We hear so much about students who are struggling to pay off their student loan debt or even struggling to find a job. So I was surprised that 59% still believe that the cost of a four-year degree is worth it. We talked with Delise and several people who were surveyed about what goes into the choice to go to college, despite a price tag that has put more than 40 million Americans into debt. So young people believe that college is worth it. What did the survey find in terms of attitudes about other demographic groups? In other age groups, we also saw that 60% of people who are middle-aged also believe the cost is worth it. But for them, I was less surprised because their student debt load overall doesn't compare to young adults. Well, who thinks college is not worth it then? I mean, where are the skeptics? So some of the skeptics are with Republicans. 41% say that college is not worth it. And people in the Northeast actually are most inclined to say that it's not worth it. In the Northeast, 44% say it's not worth it. And that was more than people in any other region. So the South, the Midwest, the West. Any idea why that would be? That's one thing we're really not sure of. And it was actually kind of surprising considering how many schools are located in the Northeast. All of the Ivies are in the Northeast. So we're not really sure what's happening there in terms of why so many people living in that region of the United States believe that college is not worth it. What did people who think that it's not worth it say about why they think it's not worth it? In terms of why they think it's not worth it, it kind of was split into two things. I would say 60% of those who say it's not worth it believe that the skills that you get out of college just aren't strong enough and that um, the cost is just not worth that. And then there's about a third of people who said that they don't think college is worth it. They say that it's because you can get a good job without a four-year degree. And what do experts say about that? Experts would say no, that you can't. So if you have a four-year degree On average, you make two-thirds more than someone who just has a high school diploma, and you're half as likely to be unemployed. So the long-term return on investment makes the cost worth it when you consider the salary that you can afford with a four-year degree. Now, you spoke with two survey respondents who had pretty different ideas about the value of college. Anthony Bernazzani and Lee Leon, what did they tell you? So you're right. They did have two very different experiences. Lee did not finish her associate's degree. Um, But she did have $15,000 in student debt, which she had to pay for partly through getting her wages garnished. She also said that the government went after her taxes because of this. So her experience in terms of college being worth the cost is very different. And the job that she has now, the job that she's pleased with, she does not need a four-year degree for it. So for her, the return on investment was quite low in terms of her college experience. Anthony believes that college is certainly worth the cost because of how competitive it it can make you in the job market. My name is Anthony 
Bernazzani, and my age is 34. You know, most businesses, they really like to see that college degree, you know, as just a, a sign that you know how to learn. Like, that, that's one of the things that I think college does best is it really teaches you how to learn better, how to adapt to just about any job that you get. Now, Anthony doesn't have any student loan debt. His parents paid for his education, but he also thinks that, you know, even if you have to pay for your education, it really kind of comes down to the degree you're getting and how competitive you are in the job market. College really does come with a big asterisk because it really depends on what you do with it. But if you are the kind of person that loves to learn and loves to have a very broad spectrum of topics that you are going to learn and that you have the discipline to actually study it, absolutely, yes, go to college. Let's talk about some of the numbers around college debt. Is the average person going to college taking on debt to get the degree? Many are. So for the class of 2017, for example, 65% had student loan debt. So that's more than half of graduates. And as a population, how many of us are in debt from college loans? So many. By 2014, more than 40 million people had student loan debt. So, you know, quite a large chunk of the population. And the total uh, price tag at the moment is in the trillions, isn't it? Yes, right now we're just over $1.5 trillion as a nation in terms of our student loan debt. What's the average debt that a student leaving college uh, is carrying? So the average debt right now is about 28600 so just over 28000 which for some um, is not that bad. It really just kind of depends on your salary. So if you're making you know, $100,000 a year and you owe 28000 it's not too bad. But if you make 50000 a year and you owe 28000 that debt can be quite overwhelming. I was surprised to read in your report that people who have the lowest loan balances are the most likely to default on their student loans. So a person, say, who takes out $7,000 in loans is more likely to default on their loan than someone who takes out 100000 You know, why is that? So that's because... If you have low loan debt, it's often because you either did not finish school, so maybe you only went for a year, a year and a half, and you dropped out, or you went to a maybe a one-year certificate program. And so a lot of times in those cases, um, if, it, if you did drop out, you don't have a degree, which means that your salary potential is much lower, which makes the debt a lot, a lot harder to pay off. And if you, have a, if you did a one-year certificate program, it might not be a program that really boosts your skills, which means that, once again, the salary that you command might not be as high to really offset the cost of the loan. So a lot of times when you see people um, with low loan debt, they are more likely to default because their salary is also very, very low. You wrote that systemic racism may also influence whether college graduates see the cost of college as being worth it. What what does that mean? So right now, if you're African-American, for black bachelor's degree holders between ages 25 and 34, they earn 15 percent less than their peers and their unemployment rate is two-thirds higher. The black-white wage gap is also largest between bachelor's degree holders. And so when you have employers that might be discriminating against you because of your because of your race, whether they're paying you less or um, hesitant to give you a promotion that would warrant a higher salary, that means that you're not getting, you know, all the money that you could be getting in your field. And that can play a big part in terms of um, how you pay off your loans and if the if the cost of college is worth it. 
Also, Black undergraduates are more likely to depend on loans to pay for school. And, you know, loans have, they come with interest, et cetera, so they can be very expensive to pay off. And so you know you have this high debt to pay off, but you're getting paid 15% less than your peers, which will make paying off that debt much harder in many cases. So, Delisa, someone who reports on higher education and knows this stuff inside and out, what do you say to people when they're wondering whether or not it's worth it either for themselves or for their kids to to get a four-year degree? I say that you can't beat the proof, the data that shows that once you have a four-year degree, your earning potential is so much higher than when you don't have one. But at the same time, you have to think about the long term in terms of where you go to college. Like, are you going to an in-state institution where tuition and fees are much lower? Are you going out of state? Are you going to a private school? So you kind of have to think about how much you can really afford to pay. And if it's a worst case scenario, such as you take a long time to get a job or you get that job and you're being paid 15% less, can you pay your loans? So I say that you just have to think about all the various options to getting a four-year degree and kind of play out worst case scenarios in terms of how you have to pay off that debt should you take out student loans. And whatever you do, finish. Yes, definitely. I mean, the people who often struggle the most with student loans are the ones who do not finish. And if you don't finish, it really makes the investment almost nothing because you don't have that degree at the end of the day. That was Delise Smith-Barrow. You can find her story about what Americans think about the value of higher education at the Heckinger Report website. That's heckingerreport.org. And you can find a link to the APM Research Lab's survey on what Americans think about the value of college and about access to college at apmresearchlab.org. Send us your thoughts about this episode and tell us why you listen. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle is at Educate Podcast. That's one word. You can also send an email to contact at apmreports.org or write up a review of the podcast on iTunes. This is the last episode of the Educate podcast for the next few months. We'll be bringing you podcast stories in seasons from now on, and we'll be back in August with brand new episodes and documentaries. Alex Baumhart and Chris Julin produced the podcast. This episode was mixed by Veronica Rodriguez. We partner with the Heckinger Report, a nonprofit independent news organization focused on inequality and innovation in education. Support for APM Reports comes from Lumina Foundation and the Spencer Foundation. I'm Stephen Smith. Thanks for listening. This is APM.